And then how the fuck you break your foot? And then my mom came to Wait, no, don't don't skip past the foot breaking. How'd you break your foot? Uh jogging with my wife. How you break your foot jogging? Uh, you got a stress fracture in my heel. Were you stomping? No, but it should heal. They said it's not a serious thing. I just got to be in a boot for two weeks. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Like, what? Jogging? You got injured jogging? I had I yeah, foot issues sorry. last week, too. What, you wouldn't suck your toes? Like, what exactly are we talking about are your foot no. issues? Diabetic neuropathy, nigga. I was hurt. I was really hurt. So what at the robbery? Diabetic neuropathy. Oh shit! Your your cells are dying. This is bad. My this is bad. Nigga, yeah. for real? Mm-hmm. I've had I've had it for quite some time. The only time the only time I really it really bothers me is when I go too far outside of my diabetic normals. Um, when I do a little bit too much, and basically. Candy corn happened. Um, Nigga, don't die over that shit. I didn't say no die. That ain't the mountain to die on, my nigga. Like, candy corn is the least favorite mountain that I want you to die. Next to paydays. Paydays fucking suck. And so do Almond Joys and Mounds. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Mounds, yes. Almond Joys, absolutely not. Almond Joys or Mounds with two almonds in it. You know what? Fuck it. No, no, no. Almonds are fucking fantastic. What are you almonds are about? fucking fantastic, but we're not going to lose lives over two fucking almonds in a candy bar. I mean, it's not like they're giving you a lot of almonds here. It's not like it's Snickers with almonds where it's stuffed with almonds. They literally give you two almonds. The lumps are on top. You can see them like cold nipples. Yep. And they're fantastic. <laughs> that Well, the, the almonds are a guide of where to bite. And where to avoid because the rest of it is raw coconut wrapped in chocolate. What's wrong with coconut? Like, damn, you got an issue with coconut too? Yes, this shit is gross. Coconut is fantastic. What do you mean? Coconut is fantastic when you're drinking it. A pina colada is wonderful. Coconut strings are gross, sir. So you were that kid who would eat the uh, C's candy box that had the, the dark chocolate and coconut. I don't like dark chocolate. You probably ate the coffee once too. I don't like I don't like the smell of coffee, so I don't like I don't I don't drink or eat anything coffee flavored. I don't like the smell of coffee. Can't stand it. For sure. Everybody's had that moment where they're like, I wish you were fucking dead. Like over little shit when you're a kid. You're just like, I wish you were dead. Usually for me it was after my mom whooped my ass. I wouldn't wish she was dead. I will just wish she'd get hit by a car. And then I wouldn't take care of her because she whooped my ass. But then she'd give me a Slurpee and all forgiven. Anyhow, the cousins, Leonel and Mark and Marco, are playing in the backyard of uh, T.O. Salamanca's house. And he's young. He's sitting in the chair. He's on the phone talking about why the fuck is Gus going to be part of the clique? Trust that nigga. Meanwhile, one of the cousins takes the other one's doll and rips his fucking head off. <laughs> and the cousin who was aggrieved comes to T.O. and is like, he ripped my doll's head off. And T.O.'s like, and? And the cousin's like, I wish he was dead. And T.O.'s like, cool, I'm with it. Yo, you, come here. 
Get me a beer. Nah, not that one. Get me a cold beer from the bottom. So the kid obediently reaches in to get that cold beer from the bottom, and Tio immediately puts his hand behind that kid's head and starts fucking drowning him while looking at his brother and says, are you not entertained? Essentially. Is this not what you were asking me for just a few fucking seconds ago? So, no, now that you're killing him, I feel differently about it. I mean, we look alike. We must like each other. So he starts punching Tio and punches that nigga square in the face. Tio ain't even mad. He's just like, yeah, that's how it should be. Family over everything. Family's all. Next step, they put in Hank's picture in the altar of death. Welcome to blood, meth, and tears. That's Scar. That's Brandon. I'm Derek. We are. So this episode started right after the last one ended and Hank approached ready to give that nigga the blues. Nigga. <laughs> Jesse just walked up the walked up to the crib all casual and mm-hmm. shit. Jesse thought shit was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was, he was straight. It was just like, all right, I got out of some shit. That's cool. Oh, shit. Yeah. That nigga Jesse thought shit was cool. Meanwhile, uh, Hank is over there hearing the Kill Bill alarm and shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fucking. Oh. He fuck. just, like, he just saw nothing but red. Oh, my God. He beat the shit out of Jesse, like. I I felt bad for Jesse, and I rarely feel bad for him because he's a junkie imbecile. But but the the thing is, I felt bad for Jesse because we know all this shit is Walt's fault. Well, everything Walt, is Walt's Walt, fault. Walt and and Badger. Okay, let's hear this part. Badger got him you into this. Trying situation. to blame shit on Walt. Badger Badger got him into this shit because remember they were trying to get rid of the thing, and Badger called him. And that's what made him come to the place. Yes, got, yes, Walt that is true. Into, But that's and, not that's Walt, not on Badger. Badger just being a good friend doing that shit. Yeah, but Walt is the one who it, the Walt got him into this situation because he had no other way out of this shit other than to do the to 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 make that call and to 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 tell him it was about his wife and all of that kind of stuff. But like that's the only like Walt got him into this because he beat Jesse's ass. Because how did you know my wife's name? Yeah, why didn't you think about that shit? How do you know my wife's name and number? My my number. Both of y'all stay blaming Walt on some bullshit. This is Walt tried to save Jesse. What are y'all talking about? Walt saved Walt 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 tra- No, no, no. You're right. You're right, Brandon. Walt did try and keep Jesse the fuck out of this. Badger right. brought Jesse into this shit. Right. That's why I said Badger is partly to blame for this. Badger no, he's fully to blame for this shit. Badger no, called Walt, Jesse. The only but, reason Walt is there is because he knew Hank was on Jesse. He didn't have to save him. He could have saved no, him. No, 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 no. Walt is saving himself by getting rid of that RV. It's not it's not just traceable back to Jesse, but it's traceable back to him. 
Walt saved himself. I mean, but by saving himself, he's saving Jesse too. So altruistic, altruistic all saving Walt, is still all saving all the whole. Would have to do in that scenario because nobody's going to actually believe he's Heisenberg. All he would have to do is say, "Yeah, Word. I went into his RV to buy some <laughs> weed from him because they know he bought weed from Jesse." So I went. I went. I just he was my dealer. I went to him to get weed. That's said. No one's going to uh, actually no, believe he's Heisenberg. No. no. Because here's the problem that you're going to have with that. If Walt set foot in that RV, Walt, as a chemist, understands what all of those those supplies were. So, so you are just as culpable. You walk in there and you understand that you're in a, if you're a chemist, you understand that you're in a fucking meth lab. Like, he can't get away from that. There's no law that says you have to report a meth lab. What are you talking about? <laughs> but 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 we're talking about his brother-in-law. He's trying to hide from his brother-in-law. And like then th there's there's going to be some dots that connect. If he gets caught in that RV. Period. So he did the best thing. He did the only thing that he could think of and he set this up, but that also set Jesse up for what happened. Because Walt is Scott Walt gets away with this shit scot free. So I can skip past all this shit and say this. They did all of this. They did all this lead up. They did the whole crawling on the ground, them killing random people, them going to clotheslines and taking people's shit, them killing the coyotes and the whole nine yards for two, not one, but two badass motherfuckers that get killed by a white boy who didn't even have a gun. I thought he killed one of them. He killed one. The other one got killed in the hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he took them both down. And and it and took him after his gun got taken. Mm-hmm. This, this, I mean, I mean, Hank is Hank is I right in this moment, Hank is kind of that dude. Hank had that moment that we all have when you play Call of Duty and you kill four people and you like, I don't even know how I did that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was no. He had that. He had that. Uh, the moment when you get the big kill streak. Mm -hmm. Not the not the UAV. You not get the, the UAV. Well, you get that next one. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The that, eight that, kill streak. You know what I mean? When you get that next kill streak, and you like nigga, I'm I'm that dude right now. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I I just I just got the helicopter. Man. I got that hovering helicopter that's shooting everybody. My kill streak about to go up to fifteen. And then you throw a grenade and kill yourself. <laughs> Basically. But two things. One, yeah, no, not even going to worry about this episode as a whole. Like, yeah, Jesse got beat up. And because Jesse got beat up. Okay, here's what I do want to say before I get to my big question. And Brandon, I know, I know my last question is going to just... Walt's a bitch, right? Walt's a bitch. Like him and Gail are having a spectacular time working together, playing chess together, having their coffees, having all that stuff. And because Hank beat up Jesse, the only way Walt can wrap it around his mind that Jesse has to work with him again, instead of telling Gail this what's going on, instead of having three people working in this place, Walt's exactly. a bitch. My thing is, why couldn't three people work? Why couldn't the three of them work? Ways. He's already has to split his money with Jesse. 
We don't even know how much Gail is getting paid for this. Gail was an assistant. Gail didn't know what they was getting paid. Gail didn't care. Right. He was like a puppy. Right. The deal was he is he is splitting his money with Jesse. So that means that Gail is not even included in this. Gail is not included in this at all. The for all we know, Gail's the- getting paid by Gus outside of the whole transaction. Absolutely. So, like, there's there's no reason to send Gail away. None. The way Gail got done was heartbreaking to me. He was like, what did I do wrong? Like, honestly, what did I do? And he's like, you know what you did. He was like, is it because I calibrated? Did I, did I touch something? You know what you did, and you didn't do it right. Is it the temperature of this one thing that I fixed immediately? You know what you did. It's, the, it's like, he's the... He 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 sends away the good girl so he could go back with the with the with the bad bitch girlfriend that he used to fucking have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he sends her away. She ain't do nothing wrong, so he just gonna try to make her think that she did something wrong, and then send her away. And then she's just like, I don't even know what the fuck I did. I have no idea why I'm leaving right now. Mm-hmm. But there was no reason why the three of them couldn't work together at all, other and- than the fact that other than the fact that his ego would not let him sit in front of Gail and say, I used to work with this fucking moron. I think he was threatened by Gail. In some, even in a small way, he saw that Gail was right there with him as far as what he liked and and his level of intelligence and the whole nine yards. And so it was like, I can't have this with me. I need somebody who's plumb stupid, who depends on me to always be there. No, he just did it. He just did it to save himself because that was the, that was the, the, that was what Jesse threatened him with. Yeah. What Jesse threatened him with is if I, if I go to jail, cause I'm gonna keep cooking. And if I go to jail, I'm just going to give up Walter. Yep. At that point, I would have just killed him. That's what the fuck the lawyer said. If your whole plan is just, I'm going to give you up at my first opportunity. I mean, I love you, dog. But if your first statement out of nowhere is, yo, your brother beat me up badly. So I'm going to keep cooking. And if I get caught, I'm snitching on Derek. That's my get out of free card, get out of jail free card. I'm snitching on Derek directly. I'm going to kill you. That's just the way this shit works. So when he made that decision at that point in time, he ain't working in my shop. You ain't getting anywhere near my shit. So it was just weird how all this played out. But Saul called Walter and was like, yo, Jess is a liability. You need to do something about him quickly. You need to get something resolved for him. Meanwhile, Hank is like, I'm going to plead the fifth uh, when he has to take a, when he has to give a statement, which if that ain't the most incriminating shit, nigga, you take the fifth. We already know you did it. Let me see your knuckles again. Hold up your hands. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And you taking the fifth, huh? Okay. But they're like, yeah, even though you're taking the fifth, Jesse's pressing charges, so yeah. 
So go clean out your fucking desk, you know, go to fuck home. He cries on Marie's shoulder um, in the elevator, privately. He cries on her shoulder. But when she, when they get out the elevator, he, <clears throat> don't tell nobody I was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm a man. I'm 40. I should have said that shit on my birthday. I'm a man. I'm 40. I forgot. Now I'm not 40 anymore, and it's no longer funny. Right. God damn it. It sucks to be 44. Mm Mm-hmm. But Skylar goes over to Walt's new apartment. She's like, this nice. He's like, you you think so? You know, it's actually, it's actually, uh, what's Carl's apartment? Kind of. Um, yeah, it's the 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 showrunners. Vince yeah, it's Vince. It's Vince's condo. Yep. That's why it looks so great. It looked like uh, Tommy's place on Belly and shit. When you find out that actually belongs to DMX, and that's why it looks so great because they know way you paying for this shit in real life. But you know, she stands there and. Talks about how he's still a drug dealer and how he ain't shit. And then she's like, but since you're a drug dealer and your homeboy's a drug dealer and you're not dealing weed, like I thought, hey, can you talk to him on behalf of on behalf of Hank? And Walter's like, yeah, and she's like, Hank is family. And Walter's like, is he though? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck are you talking about? I live here. Like <laughs> The fact that I live here means that I am separated from your family. Is he? Like, describe family, because are we fucking? Exactly. It, it's a valid question. Are, that, while last, I asleep, time I ch- last time I checked IFT. Yeah. You fucked Ted. Exactly. My fingers don't smell like you. Ted's do. Are, is, he, is he? I think he's more Ted's brother-in-law now. Right. Biblically. No, I mean, if I hit it now, I'm after Ted. Like, what is we doing right now? <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED talk. So I hate you. he tells her, yeah, he ain't my brother-in-law. And like, yo, I got shit to do. You gotta get the fuck out. <sighs> the cousins meet up with an arms dealer in a truck in the middle of nowhere, which is always great when it's two on one. It's the best way to do it. You know, in the back of a fucking semi truck in the middle of Fucksville, nowhere. And he shows them several boxes of guns and ammo and all these other military items and shows them a box of black death hollow point rounds, which create horrible gaping wounds in their in their victims like shit. Why not? And then he's like, here, take one as a free sample. <laughs> like, yo, you can have it. I, I knew at that point he's out of here. Right. The cousins are like, yo, we just want vests. And he's like, yeah, these vests are the shit. And they're hella lightweight. Matter of fact, I'm wearing one right now. Blow! <laughs> yeah, they didn't, give him no, they didn't give him no time to even finish what he was saying completely. He was like, immediately shot his ass. And like, you broke my ribs. And then they pay him and just walk off. Like, I don't know. Marie, they didn't kill him, so at least they didn't kill him. But still, I'm like, these two are hardcore. These two are like the best of the best. (sighs) 
Hank has a meeting with the prosecutors again because, you know, Jesse's pressing charges. And Marie tells Hank that, you know, it, it you shouldn't be in so much trouble for doing your job. You just did your job and he's a junkie imbecile, but you did your job and blue lives, they matter. Oh. And he's like, you know, I went overboard. I shouldn't have punched him in the face like that. I should have punched him in his stomach where it wouldn't have shown up. That's how abusive parents do it. You punch him in the stomach in the soft tissue. That way it doesn't show up to child abuse services or child support services. He's like, you know, I'm supposed to be better than that, though. And he finally admits. Far be it for me, far be it for me to defend the cop because I really don't want to. Yes, but I don't. But here's the the thing. This might be the only time in the world where it does not does not benefit you to be in the cop. Because then no one gives you the not no one because there's certain people, but like people won't give you. If I told you, a dog, Scar was in trouble, and so what he did was he he called you and he told you you were mad at him. So he called you and told you uh, that Nisha got in a car accident and she's getting uplifted. I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. Everyone would, right? <laughs> That's your normal reaction. Right. But if a cop does it, it's like you're abusing your power. And it is abusing your power, but if he wasn't a cop, that would have been the ex- I would have he would have rolled up to his house, he would have opened the door, and he would have beat the shit out of Jesse. But he would have <laughs> went to jail and he would have lost his job. And here's the thing. I think the reason uh, I think it's does, do people lose their job for getting in fights? I feel like people get in fights every day. At the don't lose their job. Where I work at, you'll lose your job. Like they check the 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 Everything. You go to court, you lose your job. I don't know, especially hey, in California. Not, they don't even, like, they don't even make you check the box. I had, Y'all I got had, criminals working with Fitchy. They don't even make you check the box. There, working for the two, state though. I had two they brothers at my job. The box. Two, oh, two dudes who are actual brothers at my job get into a fight. One hit the other one in the head with a brick, and they still had jobs. Were they colored? Yes. Were they singing? No. Oh, then they weren't happy. Pretty much all of the all of the all of the guys who actually go out on jobs are all black. Um, people, yeah, people get in fights all the time and don't lose their job. That is the one thing. If you're a cop and you beat someone's ass, but it's bigger than that. Job, but I feel like they lose their job at a higher rate than regular people. But it's well, yeah. But in this show, I mean, at the very least, it's bigger than that because not only did he go back and beat Jesse's ass, they don't know why he went back and beat Jesse's ass. They just know that. He went back and beat somebody's ass as part of an ongoing drug investigation. His investigation at that. His investigation. <laughs> the so, one that he the one that he decided to stay on instead of going back to El Paso. Yeah, and he finally admitted that he's been on a downward spiral at his job ever since he had to shoot at Tuco. And he finally says, you know, I'm not the man I thought I was. And he's okay with his career being over, which is cool. What isn't cool is when Walter calls Gus and be like, hey, man, you know, me and Gail, we just ain't working out. I don't know. It's just, dog, it's just, I mean, have you seen the way that he talks? When you say shit like that, you're out of things to say. Have you seen the way he talks? Like, it's just the... He breathes so loud, dog. Like he chews heavy, and he be breathing like, 
like you can hear him and he sounds like he's congested like we just ain't working out and he makes mistakes what mistake dog he breathes so heavy <laughs> he left the coffee pot on he left the he left the beaker on dog the whole beaker the whole ass beaker dog i feel like there's better choices for this matter like just off the top of my head you're gonna laugh jesse no 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 hear me out jesse and me we have a synergy right we understand each other i don't understand this nigga he looked like he chewed with his mouth open <laughs> you he know didn't have to do this trip. though he, he didn't have, have to, to do, do none of it because <laughs> gus is in the industry he understands the drug game all he had to do to say to gus was this nigga said he gonna snitch on me unless we bring him in we need to bring him in. No, yeah, Gus but then Gus would have had him killed. Gus would have killed him. Gus, Gus would absolutely <laughs> would have had him killed. 100%. No questions asked. That's, that non-smiling nigga that Gus got with him, the bald-headed non-smiling motherfucker, would have killed Jesse in a millisecond. Mike would have killed Jesse in a millisecond. That's a good point. Yeah, Walter's like, I got to say what I got to say that ain't going to get this dude perished. Gus, Gus is 100% the no loose ends type of nigga. Mm-hmm. He, he's loose ends in the fact that he can't wait another minute to kill somebody who's going to snitch. That's how you know Walt does actually care something about Jesse. Well, this, we I mean, knew we he cared when he was in the hospital with him, when he was, yeah. uh, when he offered, when uh, he was going through rehab and all that shit. We knew he cared. It's just he. Because it'd be so easy for him to just kill Jesse. Like, this would be so much so walked, easy. This nigga walked, <laughs> went into a crack den himself to get Jesse out of there. So easy. Like, you could kill Jesse so many ways. Jesse's I mean, stupid. And, and, <laughs> and, and I mean, the, what Walt reinforces. And it's something sure. that you that that it, it you you kind of know, but it gets reinforced over and over again throughout the whole series. Jesse is his actual child. Yeah, yeah. Jesse is who he wishes Flynn was. Yep. But Gus is like, all right, fine, whatever, nigga. So Walter goes to Jesse and offers him a full partnership. No longer assistant, no longer me talking down on you. We're partners, and you get half the deal, which is $1.5 And Jesse's like, fuck you. My life's gone down the toilet ever since I fucking met you. You thought I was nothing. You thought my chili powder sconte was horrible. And he wished he never met Walt. Oh. You know what? I just listened to that song all the way through for the first time in a long time a couple days ago, and that nigga's literally furious because she's married. Yep. It's, it's like... It's Knew like she the, was married, but that was, she's gonna stay in the marriage because of children. Yeah. <laughs> he for literally real. got caught up in the world that the ladies usually get caught up in, where she's like, why didn't you leave him? Oh, he said he's gonna leave her, but, you know, because of the kids. But what about me? That's the best line. <laughs> that nigga was salty. But Walt's like, I gotta swallow my pride and lie to this nigga. Hey man, your meth was just as good as mine, dog. You know something that I just thought about with that song? 
August Alcina should remake it. Nigga, don't. Please don't bring those two into this podcast right now or ever. I'll, 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 that's all I'm no, saying. I ain't saying no. nothing else. Yeah, please don't. You should totally remake that. So Hank goes back to the investigators and could say nothing, but instead he confesses everything. And they're like, hey, man, you know he dropped the charges, but since you said shit, go ahead and hand us all your shit. You're suspended without pay. Give us your badge and your gun. This nigga's boss tells him after the meeting, though, that Jesse dropped the charges. Now, what kind of a boss are you? You should have stopped him on the way in the door. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 come here, care, come here. If you care about your dude, if mm-hmm. you care about your dude, you tell him up front. I've been watching The Wire again because it's a dope-ass show. We're never going to do it as a show because I, I don't want to even try and do it better than Jamel and Van did it. But I love the show. And awesome. one thing that Thank I really you. picked up on is that the commanders on the wire walk their folks through every single fuck up. Here's what you're going to say. They were causing a situation that was interminable for you. And you felt like it was in your best interest to do this and lawyer up. His boss came to him like three minutes after the meeting, like, oh, oh, yeah. Hey, nigga, Jesse dropped the charges, dog. Hey, maybe you have a guardian angel. Be good. (laughs) It's all his fault. Yeah, like like, when he walked in, before we go into the room, let me holler at you real quick. Let me holler at you, dog. Let me holler at you real quick. They dropped the charges. So, like, yo, just go ahead. Just do what you need to do. Just plead the fifth. Okay, you just did it. You good at it. Just one, two, three, four, five. Just shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Just shut the fuck up, and we hey, got you. Matter of fact, hey, hey, go back to the store. Get some of them bear claws, my nigga. Like, three bear claws with the with the, with the the slivered almonds on top. They ain't going to ask you no fucking quarters. They, they ain't got no questions. They just going to ask you where you got it from. Like, nigga, just shut the fuck up. Take the L. We going to, like... We, we we just gonna have you on desk duty for like a week, my nigga. What the fuck? Like, and get you some therapy, which you fucking need anyway. So everybody wins. Shut the fuck up. You got a guardian angel. Instead, this nigga goes to the mall or goes to the shopping center and he bought flowers and a gift for uh, Marie because he knows that if he don't buy them, she gonna steal them because Marie's known for housing shit. And notice, notice that everything that he buys everything for her in her color. And she's everything is purple. He's about to leave when a phone call comes in an electronically disguised voice. That is clearly Gus. Yep. That's Gus. That's what I was going to ask y'all about. That was Gus who called him, right? Right, Brandon? Who called who? (laughs) Who called Hank in that parking lot? Like, you got a minute to live, my nigga. And from that point, one minute later, the cousins really do show up. They made sure. Oh, yeah, that had to be Gus. That was Gus like a motherfucker. Whew. So Hank calls Gomi, thinking he was a prank caller. That's like 30 seconds gone while he scans the parking lot. Mm-mm. You just keep you keep on leaving. You, you leave. Keep- Go the fuck home. This nigga then scans the clock on his dashboard. He goes for his gun, remembers that's been confiscated. And as he scans the clock on the dashboard, one minute passes and he thinks he's okay. But just as he relaxes, he spots Lionel, who shoots out the rear window and puts a bullet in Hank's arm. 
So Hank throws his car in reverse because he remembers he still has a weapon and he crushes this nigga between the cars. Which, question number two, why the fuck would you walk directly between two cars to kill this nigga? Exactly. Every strategic thing they did was bad. Yep. And like literally, you're like, you at this point, they don't know whether he has a weapon or not. Mm-hmm. But nigga, he's in a weapon. Mm-hmm. So I'm and not I'm gonna get on the sides of him. If you stand directly behind the car, the car can now be used as a weapon. What are you doing? You, you clearly, know what I mean? They clearly don't have a problem with crawling on the ground. Nigga, Rambo crawl up to the sides of the car. Pop the nigga. Pop the nigga. No, if he has a gun and he shoots one of you, the other one's going to pop the nigga. He can't shoot Flank both. Him. Y'all flank him. They shot him in the chest and he Superman didn't die. That's what I'm saying. He did some impossible white man shit this whole episode. And then these dummies are like, this is too easy. I'm going to go get the axe. So that nigga, axe. That nigga said that the same way <laughs> that the fuck. What were their names, Brandon? Get the tables. Bubba, the Dudley boys. <laughs> the Dudley boys. No, they were they were fucking. Hey, I, I understood that reference. They were jigsaw <sighs> on saw. Get the table. Let me let me do this super convoluted way. Well, I guess it'll the count, Joker from Batman. <laughs> well, jigsaw. I you know I I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube on saw because I've never seen any of the movies, but I'm fascinated with the universe. I've seen the first two. Apparently, jigsaw doesn't actually want to kill people like like he his his tricks i mean his traps are supposed to have a way out they will fuck you up but they have a way out because it was like one of his people that was helping him started doing traps with no ways out and he got fucking pissed and Mm -hmm. killed him because he was like you were fucking doing traps like the point's not to kill people it's supposed to get back at him or something have you i know you're a playstation guy have you ever played heavy rain no, they're playing. Yeah, I played it. Yeah, I the, have it in the, the closet. The killer, the killer, set it up for the the killer set it up. You you have to sacrifice in order to succeed. If you sacrifice, you will succeed and you will save your child. If you are not willing to sacrifice, your child is going to die, and that's going to be on you. It's the same kind of philosophy. As as Saul, you got to be willing to fuck yourself up and sacrifice in order for you to get out of this. But these dummies, they want to kill, but they want to take their time. I'm surprised they didn't give us a villain monologue. <laughs> the niggas ain't saying <laughs> but like three words this whole shit. <laughs> but this nigga, while he pins him against the car, Marco comes up to the driver's side window and fires multiple shots, one of which that hits Hank in the side. Hank then grabs Leno's gun, which he had dropped through the fucking back window as he got pinned between the cars and dives out the vehicle. Big-ass Hank is diving out of a fucking vehicle. I mean, he's, no matter what, you, he's still a trained professional. Mark... 
Okay. Marco shifts Hank's car in the drive, and that releases Leno, who falls from the gr- falls to the ground, and he tells Marco, finish him. So Marco then strides across the parking lot searching for Hank. He shoots and kills a random man. Uh, he almost shoots and kills a nearby woman, but Marco ran out of bullets. And so he's reloading his gun. He doesn't notice that that black death bullet fell to the pavement. Of course it did. Coincidences. Mm-hmm. Hank surprises him from behind and empties Leonel's gun into Marco's chest as he turns around, but his best protects him. Marcos at this point shoots Hank twice in the chest and Hank fell to the ground and Marco stood over him and aimed his gun at Hank's head and then said, nah, this shit's too easy and walked away. What the fuck, dog? He just crushed your brother. Not me? If nothing else, family over everything, murder this nigga, take your brother to get help. But no. He walks away, doesn't even look at Hank any further, which gives Hank the opportunity to notice a drop bullet on the ground and his hands fumbling and slick with blood. He keeps trying to load that black death bullet and drops it twice. Meanwhile, Marcos goes back to his car and grabs an axe and walks back to Hank, scraping the shiny silver head menacingly along the pavement. Nigga, how much time are you spending here? This is a monologue, Brandon. I mean, just, this is literally just, the same as The Incredibles when uh, Frozone was like, what did he start doing? He started monologuing. Started scraping that shit along the ground. Started doing all that shit. There's his game. I don't know but, if you played it, Brandon. I don't know well, if you on, played on, it, wait, wait. Scar. Go ahead. But, like, I mean, he did just shoot this nigga in the chest. Like, he ain't going nowhere. I don't know if you played this game. I don't know if either one of y'all have, but there was a game called WWF WrestleMania 2000 or No Mercy, either one for the N64. Didn't play very much N64 uh, outside of just playing demos in Walmart. And you know, instead... Everybody played that game except Scar. To build up your special move, you had to pose. You hit the middle controller thing and it made them do certain poses and the crowd will cheer so if you knock somebody down instead of going after them sometimes you have to build up your special this nigga's doing his special right now but hank is tapping the a button eventually hank's gonna get up and as he swings that axe at hank hank somehow has the wherewithal to fire that black death bullet into Marco's head and you see a great camera shot of the bloody ass exit wound. Some of the gore gets on the camera. It's perfect. It's exactly what the guy said it was. Mm Mm-hmm. And Marco collapses dead and his ax lodges in the pavement a few feet away from Hank. That nigga should be dead twice. The end. Absolutely. They both had guns. Why are you standing behind his car like that? Why aren't y'all coming up on both sides of him? Yeah, why did you come straight? Why did you come straight at him? Right. Even right. even Rocky Balboa knew not to come straight ahead after Clever Lane knocked him the fuck out. Even even like in the wild. Apex predators don't come straight at you most of the time. 
Nope. They have a way of getting closer to you without you noticing, and then they strike. They don't just walk at you and then be like, all right, Dan, I guess we're going to do this. No. Like, a, a lion does not hunt a wildebeest like that. Randy, you got anything? No, I'm good. Scar, you got anything? Um, yeah, I got I got I finally got some candles made. I need to get them labeled and put onto the website. I did simplify the website. Uh is down it's now just peace through colors.com. T-H-R-U. Uh, and uh come come get get on these candles for yourself, for your mates. 916-633-1537. Email address for the shells return to oswatergmail.com. You can hit Scar on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. I'm on Twitter at Ratchet Book Club. You can leave a review for the show on Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. You can also leave a review for the show on Podchaser. Copy and paste that into the Good Pods app, and then copy and paste that into the Apple Podcast app. You can donate to the show on Patreon.com backslash single simulcast. You can also donate to the show on buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. You can buy us a drink. Or you can go to the Good Pods app and leave a tip in the tip jar. And then just a tip. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace.